Welcome to the Tweet Trends Podcast. Hey, Yvette, what's trending today? Hey, I'm Yvette. Hey, girl. And you are tuned into Tweet Trends. It's the quickest way to find out what's trending today. Today's Women's History Spotlight is on Lady Pink. Let's get started. Real quick question. What in the world happened to the month of March? Where did it go? How did it go by so fast? I am having a hard time wrapping my mind around the fact that this is our last Women's History Month spotlight, but I have thoroughly enjoyed this entire month because I have learned so much, and hopefully you are too. But if you are, hey, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with somebody, because nine times out of ten, the people that you know have never heard of any of the women that we talked about this month. There are some women, women that we talk about all the time. And I'm not saying they don't deserve their flowers because they do, but these women do too. They're movers, they're shakers, they're opening doors, they're doing great things. And unless you're in the right place at the right time, you'll never know who they are. So let me step down from my soapbox. We're going to wrap this up the same way that we've been doing it for the entire month with an awesome woman that we're highlighting. Her name is Sandra Fabara. She's better known as Lady Pink. Now, if you've never heard of her before, she's a graffiti artist and muralist. She was born in Ambata, Ecuador, and raised in Queens, New York. Before we dive deeper into her story, let's go over a little of the history of graffiti. So the first time the term graffiti was used, it was used by the New York Times and the novelist Norman Mailer. Now, if we go into history, though, and look to see where there were hints of graffiti, the first wall drawings appeared in caves thousands of years ago. Now, I know we don't normally put the two in the same category and consider cave drawings and graffiti to be the same thing. But when you think about it, they're communicating. They are telling a story. So, yeah, I think we can safely say that the cavemen were the first ones who knew about graffiti. They just didn't have a name for it like that. So then we move further in time. The ancient Romans and Greeks used to write their names and protest poems on buildings. Then we get to modern graffiti. It appears to have started in Philadelphia in the early 1960s. And by the late 60s, it reached New York. And then by the 70s, it was a full-fledged art form. Now, some people saw it as art, but people like the New York mayor, John Lindsay, nope. He did not see it that way, and he declared a full-out war on graffiti. So by the time the 80s rolled around, it was much harder to write on subway trains without being caught. So now that we have a little bit of a history of where graffiti came from and how it evolved, then to talk about Lady Pink, she started at 15, then she went to high school, at the High School of Art and Design in Manhattan. So clearly, she had an eye for art. It took her months to convince the guys at school that she was worthy to go with them to the train yard. So they eventually agreed. I was like, okay, you can come with us. And when she got there, 
she showed how tough she was. She wasn't afraid. And they were like, okay, you're good. You can come with us. You can be a part of our crew. So she was the only girl in her crew. And then soon she was well known as the only female capable of competing with the males in the graffiti subculture. So we went over the history of graffiti. Here's what her history is, how it lines up with that. She started in 79 tagging subway trains and did that until about 85. So she was in that danger zone where the war on graffiti was serious, but she made it through and she was so impressive as a graffiti artist. She ended up getting a starring role in the motion picture Wild Style back in 1982. Now, this was the first hip-hop culture um, movie that had been created. Not long after that was Beat Street and Break In and all that other stuff, but Wild Style was the first. While still in high school, she was already exhibiting paintings in art galleries, and at the age of 21, she had her first solo show at the Moore College of Art. As a leading participant in the rise of graffiti-based art, Lady Pink's canvases have entered important art collections such as those of the Whitney Museum, the Met in New York City, the Brooklyn Museum, the Museum of Fine Art in Boston, and the Groningen Museum in Holland. She's established herself in the fine arts world and her paintings are highly praised by collectors. Today, you know, she's not tagging trains anymore. She continues to create new paintings on canvas that express her unique personal vision. And she also shares her 30 plus years of experience with teens by holding mural workshops and actively lecturing to college students throughout the world. Thank you for joining me for this last installment of the Women's History Month Spotlight. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something, and I hope you share it with somebody. You know what to tell them. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook at HeyYvette, that's at H-E-Y-E-V-E-T-T-E, or just look for the hashtag TweetTrends. Have a great day, and I look forward to talking to you again on Tuesday.